thank Jeremy Dan for carrying everybody next or last week while we were on vacation and and uh, sharing the word of God. It was beautiful. So why don't we put our hands together for him? Yes, yes. I heard a lot of good, a lot of good, um, a lot of good feedback on that. So thank you, Jeremy Dan. Also want to mention to you that we have um, a new ministry that is starting. It is called the Helping Hands Ministry. We're going to be putting a team of people together that are able to um, carry food to the sick when needed, provide food uh, for families who have lost loved ones, provide food or carry things to um, the hospital if someone was in there. By the way, Brother Joe Fletcher got to come home today. Yes. So this Helping Hands ministry is going to be a team of people where you're saying, hey, at any time uh, that there's an emergency, call on me and I want to help. I want to help take care of those that are in need, whether it be hospital or sickness or, or um, death in the family. So Tina Binge is going to be, is launching this ministry and I'm going to ask her to stand. Here's why. Stand, girlfriend. I never do this to her, but you need to know who to go to. <laughs> so if you want to be a part of this team, she's going she's gonna to be so mad at me for this. But that's the person that you go to, and she'll, put, she'll add you to her list. Thank you, Tina. Also, um, if you are going on the men's retreat, then you need to be at least saving your spot by this Sunday, I believe. And Mario, if you'll just wave your hand. Mario, you need to see him. He'll give you all those details. All right. So we're going to start, launch a new series tonight. And um, I'm blown away with what all God has shown me. So how about you pray for me? You know how we do on Wednesdays. And, and I'm probably going to pray for me tonight. <laughs> so Lord, we thank you. God, we thank you so much for how your presence has already been so prevalent in this room tonight. We thank you for what you have done in Joe Fletcher's life. We thank you for the work that you are doing in Asher's life. God, we thank you that we can come into this place and receive a breath of fresh air from your spirit. Now, Father, you know the things that you have shown me, and I really am not enough unless you come. So I'm asking, Lord, that you, that you let my thoughts be clear and that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart would be acceptable in your sight. Lord, help me to deliver what you have placed inside of me and help me to impart it in a way where it is received. Now I pray for every listener that you would open their hearts, open their ears, and open their understanding to what you are trying to speak to your church in Jesus' name. Amen. So everybody say, let there be light. Come on, say it like you're commanding it. Let there be light. Let there be light. So I do believe right now that we are living and experiencing something that I am going to call um, Operation <laughs> Reverse Creation. I do believe that we are living in a, a demonic operation that we could call Operation Reverse Creation. 
And I'm going to share with you some things that the Lord has given me. It is extremely deep. It is so deep that it has taken me all day to make just the few notes that I have made because as he is beginning to unfold things, um, he is showing me things that I've never seen before. And um, I believe that something, again, is shifting. And he is wanting to do something inside of this body that is going to absolutely leave God's fingerprint in East Texas. I'm talking about in a big way. It's going to impact. It's going to leave a thumbprint of the fingerprint of God in East Texas. So do you want to say, I receive that? So let me get started because we're baptizing three tonight. Yes, amen. So operation, I'm going to call it Operation Reverse Creation, has a goal that I believe is working to try to get the earth back to the state it was in before God said, let there be light, okay? I'm going to be reading from a different translation. It's a translation that I study with, but I never, I never teach from it, and it's the Tree of Life version. And the reason I'm going to do um, teach tonight from the Tree of Life version is because this version uses the original Hebrew words, and I think it's really important. Um, so there will be a couple of words that, that you've never seen before. Um, well, maybe you have seen them because I have mentioned a couple of these or this one word before, uh, but I will explain to you what it is. So we're going to be Genesis 1 and 1, and we're just going to work through creation. So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the earth was, everybody say, chaos and waste. Darkness, say darkness, was on the surface of the deep. And the Ruach Elohim, that is the spirit of God, okay? Do you remember me teaching about the Ruach, the breath of God? So the Ruach Elohim, you've heard Elohim, right? That's God. So that is saying the Spirit of God was hovering up on the surface of the water. Now we're going to go to day one. Then God said, everybody say it with me, let there be light. So I believe Operation Reverse Creation is trying to get the earth back to the state it was in before God said, let there be light. What was that state? Let's go back, Casey, to verse 2. The earth was chaos. Everybody say chaos. And waste and darkness. Okay, so you see the presence of three major words here. Chaos, waste, darkness. How many of you have lived with these, th these three things controlling your life? Yes. So day one, then God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, so God distinguished. Everybody say distinguished. God distinguished the light from the darkness, and God called the light day and the darkness he called night. So there was evening and there was morning one day. Everybody say one day. 
So we've got day one. Now, I want you to notice that when light came in, the presence of light that God ushered in immediately started working against the former state of things, okay? So not only did, did God establish light on day one, he established two more things beyond light, but he could not establish them without light. So he ushered in light, and then I want you to look at this. He said... Let me go back. It says, God saw the light was good, so God distinguished. I want you, if you're taking notes, to write this down. He separated. So he ushered in light, and then right after he ushered in light, he distinguished. He separated. Okay? So on day one, we have more than just the presence of light. Now we have the presence of light and separation. Okay, so God saw that the light was good, so then God distinguished the light from the darkness, and then he did another thing. He called the light day, and he called the darkness night, so there was evening, and there was morning. You know what he did there? He established boundaries. Okay, so on day one, before he said, let there be light, there was what? Darkness, waste, chaos. Immediately on day one, as he ushered in light, he took care of darkness and he took care of chaos. You see that? Because he set order by separating light from darkness and he, and he gave boundaries by evening and morning. So now you don't any longer have darkness prevailing and you don't have chaos. You have light and order. Does everybody see that? It's very important that I know you don't know why I'm saying that, but it will make sense later. So before light, the earth was ruled by darkness, waste, and chaos. But now, once God has said, let there be light, remember this series is called Let There Be Light, he then separated and set boundaries, okay? Separated, set boundaries. Let's go to day two. Then God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the water. Let it be for, say this next word with me, separating water from water. So God made the expanse and it separated. Is that what it says? Oh, let's go on to verse 7. So God made the expanse and it separated the water that was below the expanse, which is what? Water that was below, you see boundaries, right? Below signifies a boundary. From the water that was over the expanse, which is another boundary. In other words, they can't just intermingle and, and go wherever they want. There's clear separation and boundaries from the water that was over the expanse. And it happened so... God called the expanse sky. So there was evening and there was morning, which is light. 
day two. So now day one and day two, you see the, the presence, the active presence of these three things. Everybody say light, separation, and boundaries. So instead of darkness ruling, darkness had to give way to the light. I'm going to say that again. Darkness had to give way to the light. All right? So just so you'll know, whoever gets to walk up and say, scoot over, whoever says scoot over, just so you'll know, has the dominion. And then whoever scoots over just got told what to do. So darkness was present. Light came in and said, I'm going to need you to scoot on over. And I'm going to need you to keep scooting until my boundary is drawn. So scoot on over. Scoot on over. No, I need more room. You have to give way to me. You do not see where darkness told light to scoot over, but you very clearly see where light cleared its throat and said, you're going to have to scoot over. You're going to have to make some room, okay? So the authority here is the light. Then you see chaos ruling, but order steps in and says, chaos, I'm going to need you just to scoot on down the road because I've got dominion and authority over you. You see it? But there's still something that we don't see that's had to scoot over yet. You don't see that anything has stepped in to deal with waste. So let's move on. Obviously, God's not finished. Let's move on to day three. Then God said, let the water below the sky be gathered to one place. Everybody say boundaries. And let the dry ground appear. And it happens so. So God called the dry ground land and the collection of the water he called seas. Everybody say separation. He distinguished, right? And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land sprout grass, green plants, yielding seed, fruit trees making fruit, each according to its species. Everybody say separation. Yep. With seed in it upon the land. And it happened so. The land brought forth grass, green plants, yielding seed, each according to its species, and trees making fruit with the seed in it. God said it was good. There was evening and there was morning a third day. So we've already seen on day one and two, I'm going to get you, this is a very interactive lesson. Light, separation, boundaries, right? On day three, we see the introduction of something new. We see the introduction of something that I am going to call life equipped with reproductive fruitfulness. So in day three, you see active light, you see active separation, you see active boundaries, but there's something, a fourth thing that we're introduced to, and it's let the land sprout grass, green plants yielding seed, fruit trees making fruit. Here we see life. So once darkness and chaos was taken um, uh, and arrested, then life could step in, and reproductive life, reproductive life kicks waste to the curb. Okay? So now we've introduced life, and not just any kind of life, but it is fruit 
bearing, reproductive life. So now on day three, we have dealt with darkness, chaos, and now waste. Right? Wouldn't you say that reproduction pushes waste to the side? Okay. Because the things, let me just give you a little why. Because the grass that came up isn't wasted. It reproduces. And guess what? That grass is still working today. Okay? Day four. Then God said, let lights in the expanse of the sky be for separating the day from the night. They will be for signs and seasons and for days and years. They will be for lights in the expanse of the sky to shine. Everybody say shine. That's light upon the land. And it happened so. Then God made the two great lights, the greater light for, uh uh-oh. Now we introduce a fifth thing. Everybody say dominion. Dominion over the day and the lesser light as well as the stars to have dominion over the night. God set them, means he gave them boundaries, in the expanse of the sky to shine on the land and to have dominion over the day and over the night and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. So there was evening and there was morning a fourth day. Now I want you to look on day four. There's the active presence of this list. Light, separation, boundaries, fruitful life, and dominion. You see it? Okay. Now we see on day four, and it's very important. I know you wonder where all this is going, but you're going to be blown away. I was blown away. On day four, we see the creation of, I want you to say this with me, vessels of light. Vessels of light. With the mandate to do this, Shine, have dominion, and separate light from darkness. Does that not sound familiar? Are you not a vet? I can't ruin it. Day five. (laughs) Let's go. Then God said, let the water swarm with swarms of, everybody say this, living creatures. Let flying creatures fly above the land, across the expanse of the sky. Then God created the large sea creatures and every living creature that crawls, which, with which the water swarms according to their species, separation, as well as every winged flying creature according to their species. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them by saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the water in the seas. Let the flying creatures multiply on the land. So there was evening and there was morning, a fifth day. Now we have the introduction of something else. We have the introduction of life, but it's a different kind of life. It's life with breath. Because the previous day was life, Kenneth, but not life with breath. The grass was life, but not life with breath. So now we have, it was reproductive life, but now we have reproductive life with breath. So I'm going to give you the list of what we've got actively working. Light, separation, boundaries, fruitful life, dominion, and life with breath. Fruitful life with breath. So here we see that every day God is building and adding 
until day six. Day six, then God said, let the land bring forth living creatures according to their species, livestock, any, any tails. These are the land creatures now according to their species. So we have a continuation of life fruitful life with breath. You see that? But that's not all he does on day six. I'm going to pick up where, and it happened. Um, yeah, and it happened so. Let's keep going, Casey. God made the wild animals according to their species, the livestock according to their species, and everything that crawls on the ground, each according to its species. And God saw that it was good. So thus far, we have the same list that I just explained. Light, everybody say light. Separation, boundaries, fruitful life, dominion, and life with breath. Then everything changed. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them rule over the fish of the sea, over the flying creatures of the sky, over the livestock, over the whole earth, and over every crawling creature that crawls on the land. God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created him, say this with me, male and female, he created them. God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the land and conquer it. Rule over the fish of the sea, the flying creatures of the sky, and over every animal that crawls on the land. I want you to see what the Lord showed me in preparing for this lesson. When he created humankind, pay attention to the, the list I've been giving you. We are made in God's image, and every bit of creation came out of, came from God. He absolutely wrapped up in the human being body all of creation. He created a walking, talking, living, breathing, fruitful, reproductive, light-bearing vessel blessed with dominion, distinguished with the separation of male and female, and given boundaries of do not touch that tree. So in, in the human being, come on, I think one of the most amazing human beings ever created. Would Jaron Trent come up here, please? In... The, he, I think you're better looking than Adam ever thought about being. <laughs> in the human being, when, he's, when he created man, you've got the light from day one. How do I get that? Matthew 5, 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. Okay? With distinguished separation. He is a male. I am. I'm a female. So together we represent creation. We embody creation. We are distinguished. We have separation. Given boundaries. Now they were put in the garden and said, do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Okay? 
So they were given boundaries. They are, humankind is fruitful, seed-bearing right here. Seed-bearing, reproductive, capable of reproducing. When you, is that, did that embarrass you? Okay, good. With the man and woman together. Fruitful, reproductive, fruitful, reproduction, equipped, reproductive, equipped. I'm not going to be able to get that out. Take a deep breath. Breathing life. Blessed with dominion. All right? Day one through six, right here. Put your hands together for God's plan. Go be seated. Look over to your friend and say, no wonder Satan hates you so much. No wonder Satan hates you so much. Because you have the, you are embodying, you are the picture of everything that said, scoot over darkness, scoot over chaos, scoot over waste. I'm telling you, when he showed me this, I was just like, God, how am I even going to get this out? So through creation, God took power away from darkness, chaos, and waste. And he wrapped it all up in his final creation before resting. It's called humankind. Why did he rest? Because he passed the baton to us. It's no mystery why Satan hates us so much. We are the light of the world. We are a city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. And we are supposed to shine our light before men so that they may see our good works and glorify the one whose image we are created in, okay? So Operation Reverse Creation is a real thing for a ver with a very real purpose. So let, let me read my notes here. I wrote right here, I don't know where I will go exactly with this series. I don't know what next week holds. But I hope tonight to reveal the dynamic at work in the earth today. It is creation in reverse. On day six, humankind, the vessel exemplifying creation that took away the power of darkness, waste, and chaos was created and since Satan hates Almighty God, he is tirelessly working to sabotage God's creation. Why? So he can rule. So he can go back to ruling with chaotic waste and darkness. So here's his plan. He is trying to take everything that God set in motion, and he's got a genius plan. If I can just reverse it, we'll get back to darkness, waste, and chaos. So look here. I'll take you backwards. Genesis 1, 29 and 30. God said, I have given you every green plant, everything with life that bears fruit for your food. Call me a conspiracy theorist all you want, but the enemy is touching our food. He's messing with our food. And right now, 
There is an operation in motion that our farmers cannot reproduce seed. They cannot take seed and let that seed produce the next year's crop. Creation in reverse. I'm not going to touch on that a long time because I have a lot more to talk about. Then if you go to 28, 1 and 28, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. I'm going to sit on this a long time because I, I hate the enemy and I want to expose what he's doing. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the land and conquer it. Reversing uh, creation in reverse. The enemy is reversing our mandate. And we've got abortion, which is the exact opposite of be fruitful and multiply. And now not only are we expected to tolerate abortion, but if we don't celebrate it. Right now there is, a, there is something in motion to tell humankind, humanity that exemplifies God's creation and says, be fruitful and multiply. There is the presence of this operation that is trying to tell you, scoot over. Scoot over. Kill your own. Extinct yourself. Not only abortion, it's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. So you've got man with man cannot be fruitful and multiply. Woman with woman can never be fruitful and multiply. It is a mandate we were given by God in rewind. It is a mandate in reverse. So understand that there is a strong opposition right now trying to get you to scoot over. Because when you scoot over, then that creates a vacuum like Jeremy Dan preached last week. Light controls darkness unless humankind, the light-bearing vessel, backs up. And when the light-bearing vessel backs up, then there is a vacuum for darkness, chaos, and waste. So now we've lost order because you get man with man and there's no reproduction. Then you get man and woman together, but they don't want to be together. So then you kill the fruit that's coming or you get woman with woman. Then there's blurred lines where there's no more separation. What is a woman? What is a man? So now operation Reverse creation is going through and just blurring lines. Now, he specifically said distinguished, separated. Come back, Jaron. You don't have to fight about it, and you don't have to argue about it, and you don't need to go to the square and hold up signs, but don't you scoot over. Just hold the line, baby. This is a man. This is a woman. On day one, separation began, and separation has got to continue. Thank you, baby. You can be seated. Not only that, infidelity is rampant right now. So maybe, you're, maybe you don't struggle. Or maybe you have this strong stance against hom homosexuality. But you are tempted every single day to be unfaithful to your spouse. 
trying to get rid of the separation and trying to get rid of the boundaries. Because if the enemy can get rid of the separation, get rid of the boundaries, then he can get humankind to scoot over. There's a vacuum for darkness. So light was created first, then separation, and then boundaries, but now he has come in the opposite order. Let's blur the lines on the boundaries. Let's blur the lines on the separation. Then we'll get light out of the way. And then we get things back the way we want them. Make sense? You see it? So what does all this have in common? Abortion. The God-given boundary of marriage being destroyed. The lines distinguishing male from female being blurred. And those who still honor the separation are considered transphobic. Lacking love. Men marrying men, women marrying women, infidelity rampant. What does all this have in common? They hinder the mandate of be fruitful and multiply. They just do. The enemy is trying his best to get God's creation. I'm not against the people struggling with these things. I'm against the one that is covertly operating these things. Killing our own. The enemy is trying his best to get God's creation to cause itself to become extinct. And when we do that to ourselves, then he can step back in. Not only that, if you would go to Matthew 6, 22 and 23. So I established that we were created to be vessels of light, correct? Shining. Look right here, Matthew 6, 22. This is Jesus' words. The lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? But if your what is bad, so now in operation reverse creation, the goal is to get the vessels of light to become vessels of darkness. The darkness can't make you scoot over, but it can talk you into scooting over. And when you fill your eye with witchcraft, and when you fill your eye with darkness, and when you fill your eye with drama, and when you fill your eye with negativity, it can't make the light scoot over, but it can sure talk you into scooting over. Almost finished. So, everything that God set in motion, if you will open your eyes and see what we're facing right now, it is, there is an operation to reverse it all. Why? Because the enemy's goal is to get things back under the rule of darkness, waste, and chaos. We were created to be vessels of light that shine with dominion. Today, we see people boastfully 
and proudly flaunting darkness. I love it, David Clay. You're probably the only person who, whose text I would check while I'm preaching. But I know you're sending me something for this message. Notice that opportunity lurks where responsibility has been abdicated. Opportunity lurks when we vacate our responsibility. Today we see people boastfully and proudly flaunting darkness, and with the eye being the lamp of the body, then they become vessels of darkness. So conclusion, DC, if you'll come play, just something very, very moving, very, like just create an atmosphere like we talked about Sunday. House lights, if you'd go down, I want us to evaluate for a moment. I feel the Spirit saying this, let there be light. Let there be light. And I, I know I don't have a platform to preach to the whole world, but I do believe the ones I am speaking to via live stream and in this room are enough to make a difference in the world around us. I want you to say this. I'm not scooting over. I want you to say that to the enemy. I'm not scooting over. I'm staying in the boundaries that I have been given. I'm separating myself. I am separating. Now, remember on day four, the vessels were told to separate light from darkness. I'm separating light from darkness. I'm calling darkness out, and I'm commanding it to separate I'm on offense against waste. I am on, if you've been getting wasted, I'm preaching to you right now. I am on offense. This is what I want you to be thinking and saying. I am on offense against chaos. Torment is chaos. Destruction is waste. It's time for light to shine in us and through us. It's time for us to have a full separation from darkness. It's time for us to stop wasting time and energy on things that don't have the power to produce anything eternally. I'm going to say that again. It's time for us to stop wasting time and wasting energy on things that don't have the power to produce anything eternally. This is an eternal vessel. And if I am wasting time on something that won't carry him eternally. Now, when I pick him up like Jeremy and I did on Sunday and said, hey, let's go out to eat. Let's take our son out to eat. That's planting things inside of him that are eternal. Love, fellowship, family connection. So I'm not talking about doing things together as a family. But if it, if it, is, not reprodu- if it is not producing something that will last eternally, you need to ask yourself if it's wasting time. And I will tell you, scrolling on this baby right here, does, it does produce something eternally in the wrong direction many times. 
So here's what I'm asking for us as a, from us as a church family. I'm asking every one of us to open up our hearts to God's light and let him separate and let him give boundaries. I'm asking all of us, if you'll bow your head and close your eyes, please. I'm asking all of us to identify every bit of darkness that we are putting in front of our eyes. I'm asking us to go on a seven-day fast for what we put in, our eye, in front of our eyes. For seven days, evaluate heavily. Is this lacking light? So you say, well, it's not dark, but if it's lacking light, darkness is next. I'm asking us as a church family to fast what we're putting in our eyes, what we're putting in our ears. If it's wasting our time and if it's chaotic and bringing torment, separate ourselves from it. Analyze everything, every conversation, every friend group, every activity, every movie, every social media post. If it's wasteful, identify it. If it's producing chaos, identify it and separate yourself from it. Set hard boundaries in your life this week. Set hard boundaries for your kids this week. Draw a line in the sand and hold the line. If you agree to do that and you need the help of God to do it, I just want you to stand to your feet right now and I'm going to pray over us. At the same time, I'd ask that whoever's getting baptized, if they'll go get ready. Those that are getting baptized, Brother Wes, you can go ahead and and get ready. Hmm, I, want, I think I'm going to do this. I think I want to give us the opportunity while we're waiting on the baptism. I think I want to give us the opportunity to just come to the front if you want to. Everybody, everybody. And that way it's not just one or two, everybody. We want, because I, I, I'm, I'm saying a safe prayer. I'm going to say it's not, nobody's going to be pointed out. Everybody that's willing, if you'd come. And why don't you, you can just open your hands or lift your hands, just some kind of form of, of being open to the Lord. And I'm going to ask that the same God of creation, that hovered over the surface of the deep and said, let there be light and made darkness scoot over and made chaos give way and made waste step over with his light and his creation. I am asking that same almighty God to shine light upon every single person under the sound of my voice. All you got to do is just say, Lord, I receive it. Come on, open your heart. David Clay, can you sing? Lord, I open my heart. And you it's it's your own encounter with God right now. I'm living proof.
of what the mercy of God can do. If you knew me then, you believe me now. You turned my whole life upside down. Took the old and he made it new. That's just what the mercy of God can do. Now I'm alive to tell the story how I've overcome. It's His goodness and mercy, the power of the blood. And I'm so glad that my freedom wasn't based on what I've done. This is goodness and mercy, the power of the blood. Come on, let his light shine in your life right now. You just have a personal, a personal touch from Almighty God. Sing verse 2, D.C. Thought I deserved to be six feet beneath the earth for all the things I've done and the things I said, the choices made that I regret. Oh, I would still be lost. For the mercy of God I'm alive to tell the story How I've overcome It's His goodness and mercy The power of the blood And I'm so glad that my freedom Wasn't based on what I've done Goodness and mercy, the power of the blood. All right, I want to lead some people in repentance right now. So you say, okay, well, what you're, what you're speaking about is so far from where I am because I'm controlled by chaos. My life is so chaotic that I don't even know where to start. My life is so full of darkness that I can't even begin to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I am wasting my life, and honestly, I feel like my, my life is not even worth salvaging. Then I just want to give you some hope right now. There is no darkness too dark. There is no waste too far gone. And there is no chaos so loud that it can take over the spoken word of Jesus Christ. So I want to lead you in repentance right now. Whoever that is, just bow your head. In fact, if everybody will do it, I want you to say, Lord Jesus, my life is out of control. And I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know where to start. But I believe that tonight's message belongs to me. So I'm asking you, God, to shine your light on my life. Purify my desires. Give me the hope I need. I repent of my rebellion. I repent for wasting my life. 
I repent for running from you. But I'm sorry, God. But I cannot fix it on my own. I need a Lord. I need a Savior. And I need you to shine your light. So I receive your forgiveness. And by faith, I receive your help to walk in the light. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, why don't you lift right your hands right now and say, let there be light. Come on, sing it, David, play. Was the cross meant for me that my Savior carried now? to scoot over in Jesus' name. We command the torment to scoot over in Jesus' name. We command the works of the enemy to scoot over in the name of Jesus. Let your light shine upon Adam. Let your light shine upon Rachel in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin.
glory, glory. Come on, put your hands together for what God's doing. I just want to say, darkness, scoot over. <laughs> darkness, scoot over. Great job tonight. I'm so proud of you. Do we have another one being baptized? Two more, two more. Listen, don't forget, Sunday is Father's Day. Um, come in here expecting God to do great things. I'm fired up. I'm pumped up about Sunday. So uh, I expect a lot of people to be here. I know Father's Day is a big day. And um, I'm so grateful for a beautiful wife who loves God. I just I heard Mike Servant's story just now downstairs. And uh, he dated his wife for a year. They never, I just heard this. He said they didn't even kiss for a year. We can't. We can't tell that. We didn't do that. But uh, listen, what God puts together, no man can tear apart. It's a, hey, it's a team effort around here. I'm so thankful. Go ahead, Brother Wes. Robin, upon the confession of your faith and the obedience to the Word of God, I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Sunday night. How many of you can say you've been delivered? It's a good feeling to be delivered. Joe, upon the confession of your faith and the obedience to the word of God, I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. Yeah. church. Listen, out there in the foyer, don't forget, we've got cards. Hand that to someone. Tell somebody about God. It's powerful. It's powerful. 